0: And welcome back to another episode of Still the Beans. I'm Beans. That's right, that's me. God bless you for being here. Um, man, we are eight episodes in, and I think I'm just getting more comfortable on the mic. It's great. You know, I've been doing podcasting for a while now, and it's just like I think it gets better every day. Every time I do it, every time I step behind the mic, it just says feels like I'm right where I'm supposed to be. So first things first something I've realized recently is that when it comes to hair color I might be in the minority just a little bit and you're thinking Riley you're a dirty blonde that doesn't make any sense no I'm talking about I've discovered that in my beard I got a little ginge in there that's right I'm a little ginger here in the beard I don't it, it's it's an interesting thing because I don't have red hair anywhere else on my body but my beard right and I think it's my Viking ancestors coming out into the forefront, just as a reminder, be like, you know, Leif Erikson, you know, he was a cool dude, and he was a ginge. And so, for me now, you know, maybe it's just, maybe I'm loosely related to Leif Erikson. I feel like Leif Erikson was jacked, you know? He does have his own day, because he discovered Canada. But I feel like he's jacked, too. How about that dude pillaged and plundered like a boss? So I don't. I, again, I don't know too much about Leaf, except that you know it was a big deal in SpongeBob. That's literally it. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm in the minority for that, you know. And I've been thinking a lot about it, you know, because there's the whole thing with Ginger's not having souls. So I was like, man, do I only have one eighth? Do I have one eighth of a soul missing? You know, because I'm not that much Ginger, right? I don't have like freckles or anything. And then I'm like, you know what, now that I am kind of ginger, maybe, you know, gingers do have souls. I think I'm going to ride that boat now. You know, we do have souls. We do. Even if it's just my beard, I still have one. So, go gingers. You know, it reminds me of that South Park episode where Cartman is going after all the gingers because Kyle's a ginger. And he goes on this spree of just hating gingers. And then uh, the other, his buddies dye his hair overnight and turn him into a ginger. So he thinks he just turned into a ginger overnight. And his ginger gene gets awakened while he was asleep. And then he pretty much just becomes a ginger Hitler and gathers all the other gingers and pretty much goes on a rampage trying to kill everyone who's not ginger. So... I'm not going to go to that extent ever. because That's insanity and it's a cartoon. But yeah, I got a little ginge in me, just so you guys all know. But just in the beard. So uh, we and by we, I mean me. I went to the new Flash movie. On Friday night. And I got to tell you. There's very few movies where I leave the theater and I'm just flabbergasted. I have no words because of the movie. And I don't want to give too much away about The Flash. Um, I didn't get the hype for this movie. You know, it wasn't, it was one of those movies where it was like, it wasn't great, it wasn't terrible, it was just meh. Right? There were good moments. And there were bad moments. And there, but most importantly with this movie, there were so many mind-boggling moments in the direction that they chose to go with it. There was a lot of times it's like, why, why'd you do that? Like, don't get me wrong. There were some parts of the movie that I loved. I was like, oh, this is sweet. And then, as soon as I was starting to come around, it would blindside me with another stupid thing. Right? It was like I don't know, I don't know how to how to really describe it. It was a roller coaster ride, and I know that's I feel like that's basic way. But it was it was a cock tease of a movie. I think that's the best way to describe it. It was a cock tease. Because just as soon as you started to get excited about it, something bad happened and you were just out of the experience. So, I'll just, I'll I'll, I'll go into a little bit of my gripes without giving anything away, right? Uh, firstly, the CGI was not fantastic. It wasn't fantastic. Now, They just, they said that some of it was because of the speed force. And for those of you who don't know the speed force, that's how the Flash's superpower works. He pretty much run, like, think of the speed force as his, like, energy, right? So that's how he tap, so he can tap into it, and that's how he goes fast. And so there were some moments where it was like, oh, okay, they're showing off the powers, So this is their way of doing the the slow-mo thing. Like, if you've ever watched X-Men, I believe it was Days of Future Past with Quicksilver. And when he has his, and then Age of Apocalypse, he has two slow-motion scenes, one in each of those movies, and they are phenomenal. I love the way that they did the speed heroes. Uh, scenes in those movies i think that was perfect flash it was a little bit more felt laggy, i guess that's a a good way to explain it but it was just sometimes the the effects were like for that so i won't i won't take away from all of that because again that was a director's choice and it kind of worked, and I understand them wanting to do something different. I have more of an issue with the fact, and you, you've you seen this in the trailers, that there are two Barry Allens, right? There is the main Barry Allen, and then there's a younger version of Barry, okay? What I didn't get is how did we get the Lindsay Lohan... Parent Trap movie, where she played twins. Okay? And she played those twins and shared the screen at the same time. How did that have better effects 20 years ago than watching two Ezra Millers share the screen at the same time in this movie? When the two Ezra Millers share screen time together, and you can see their face at both times you can tell which one is the is not Ezra Miller. Because the face is just like AI'd on there. I don't know why. I don't know. I don't understand it. It bothers me. Because it's like you have all this time and all this money. The Flash is a top 10 hero in DC, right? Probably, arguably top five. He's probably in the top five, at least, for for brands, for DC. And you can't figure that out? It's mind-boggling. I will say Michael Keaton knocked it out of the park. The only thing I didn't get about Michael Keaton... I love Michael Keaton's Batman. He was phenomenal in this movie. Easily the best part of the movie was Michael Keaton's Batman. But I do not know why they were obsessed with giving an ascot to Bruce Wayne. All right, now this is a personal choice for me, I think, that I don't like an ascot. Okay, I think ascots look weird. The only person that I think personally has pulled off an ascot ever is Fred Jones from Scooby Doo. Okay, I guess I've seen Stan Lee do it a couple of times. So, and he he looked, he pulled off the ascot. But other than that, man. I don't know. Maybe it was the way that they did the ascot. Like, it didn't look like it was a proper ascot. It looked like it was just a bandana tied around his neck. And it just felt off. It felt weird. I don't know why. I don't know what it was. But I just was not a fan of the ascot. So, um, let's see here. Was there anything else I want to talk about with that movie? Go watch it for yourself. Before, you know, don't take my word for it. Go see it. So that's my advice to everyone when it comes to movies. Just go see the movie and make your own opinions and ignore all the fan nonsense. I can't figure out why that had an audience score of 89%. I couldn't figure that out. That's that's insane. Right. And maybe to me, it's just I don't like Ezra Miller as Barry Allen. He didn't feel like Barry Allen to me. You know, I didn't see him in Justice League. Cause I refuse to watch the justice league movie, but Barry Allen in the comics seems a lot more grounded. And like, he probably pokes a little fun here and there, but it's not like, I don't know. He's supposed to be like the hope of the justice league. Right. He's the, he's a very positive, like inspirational, like he's like the heart of the justice league, essentially. And here, it just feels like he's just kind of like Spider-Man, in a sense, where he's just cracking jokes and one-liners, and it's just, I don't know, I don't have a problem with a joke character, and, you know, Wally West Flash was kind of like that, he was more of a, he's even more upbeat than Barry, like... I think it's just the thing with the Flashes. The Flashes just tend to be heart and souls of of their respective teams. But it just, it's like they took their favorite elements from each Flash and then just put them into a character and made him Barry Allen. Because there was a little bit of Bart Allen in Barry as well in this, you know, with the impulsivity and the... And yeah. So, I don't know, man. That's where I'm at with it but go watch it uh supergirl's all right i i don't think we got enough time with her to to, for for me to form like a an opinion of whether or not i think she should come back i'm not against it i'm not like pushing it either it's just like if she's back she's back If she's not she's not i don't care so that's where i'm at flash so, you're probably wondering, Riley, what are we talking about on the whiteboard today? And was that a short segment? Yes, it was a shorter opening segment, but we had a lot to dive into, a lot to tackle today. I'm breaking down video games today. Now, what does that mean for you? Okay. I'm talking about it in general. Right, We're going to talk about the ratings, we're going to be talking about the formats, we're going to be talking about the different types, and I kind of want to just get the, I think I'm going to get the stigmas out now, you know, because I think there's a lot of stigmas on, on people who play video games. You know, you probably hear lazy, you probably hear violent, right? Because a lot of people think that school shooters are inspired from video games. That was a thing at one point in time. They're blaming the video games. And that's been proven false, by the way. Lots of studies have proven that video games do not have a correlation to real life in the sense of violence carrying over. It doesn't happen. Okay, for the most part, I'm not going to say all because there somebody might be like, "Well, in this one instance," my point is, I'm not going to play Call of Duty and be like, "I'm going to go to a train station and just." Take it hostage and shoot everybody. Up. That's insane. No. That's not a correlation. Calm down. Right. But video games have kind of transcended into well, we call it esports now, where there are people competing at a professional level for video games. Right. And the good ones win a lot of money. Right. And the entertaining ones do very well on platforms like Twitch and YouTube where they can make a lot of money just playing video games and being entertaining. Video games have evolved, and it's it it has this sense of community to it, right? Now, are there insane people in the community? Yes. There's insane people in every community, right? You just can't let those insane people really define the game, right? There's toxic people in every fan base and in every game. Unfortunately, that's how it goes. I remember killing a 10-year-old in Fortnite, like, shot him, and then we got the win, and this 12-year-old, this is how I figured out he's 12 years old he starts talking shit to me, right? He's like, oh, 1v1 me, bro, and I'm like, dude, I'm not 1v1ing you, this is the game, like, this is part of the game, and obviously, I'm not gonna fight with a 12-year-old, but... He voice messages me while while he's going back and forth with me. I'm like, dude, I don't want any of this. Shut up. And he voices me. And, he, and it's this really high pitched voice. And he goes, you're a bitch or something like that. I'm like, I just message him like, have your balls even dropped yet, dude? Why are you talking to me? <laughs> you got nothing, bro. Go home. Go play another game. Oh, kids. They think they're so tough over a microphone. That goes for everybody, man. That's just how it is anymore. Everybody thinks they're tough behind a computer screen or behind a microphone. Like, if you're not going to say it to my face, don't don't say it over a microphone. Don't be a pussy. All right? Say words. Well, I'm not going to give anybody that time of day either. Right? I don't. I talked to that kid for maybe like 5 minutes. Cuz I didn't know he was a kid at first. And you know, I'm like, dude, I was trying to reason with him a little bit. I'm like, this is just a game. Why are you freaking out? I got gotcha. you. Get over it. But yeah, you got to you, you got to know when to drop it. I dropped it right away after that. I made that comment, and I did. I was like, I think I blocked him too. And it's not because And it was mainly because I didn't want to get like bombarded by more messages. You know, at that point you're just like, eh, just leave me alone, man. I I don't want to deal with you. I don't need to deal with you. I don't need a 12 year old kid just talking shit to me. I've got other people to keep me humble. I don't need, I don't need a 12 year old kid to humble me with, with words that he thinks are clever. I did not expect it to take that turn. That's funny. I haven't thought about that in a long time. But oh man, I'm off track. Esports, e- man, it's the future. Honestly, would not surprise me if they figure out how to how to make it more on the level of like an arena. You know, instead of uh, I'm I'm thinking this out. I'm fleshing it out in my head, but. I wouldn't be surprised if some at some point they figure out okay everybody come into this arena right and in the arena you'll see like a 3D version of the game right and the video the gamers will be at their stations right and it'll be like they're playing a regular video game the arena will be set up you know for example if there's a 2K tournament for basketball like basketball court lights up you have their players and you see the full court. I think that'd be really cool. I think we're a long ways out, you know? And that's cause that's some Yu-Gi-Oh! shit right there. If you ever watch Yu-Gi-Oh! That's what they did, man. They had trading cards. Put the trading cards down, the trading cards come to life, and you watch monsters kill each other. I wish I had that technology. I wish we did. Cause you wouldn't see me here. I go I'd be go I'd be dueling right now. I'd be going for the King of Games title. Would I get it? Probably not because there are some people that are just insanely intelligent and Yu-Gi-Oh is super insanely complicated. But my point is if video games turned into that, I think there's going to be a lot of people doing that. So Just keep in mind, there's a lot of people who have a lot of hand issues, especially when they're playing with a, a keyboard and a mouse, man. Professional gamers, dude, it's serious when it comes to their hands. It's serious. They can take their hands out that's not fun. But, yeah, so we're talking about video games today. So, uh, without further ado, to the whiteboard. Alrighty, let's hit it. So, we are discussing today, like I said before, video games. Now, firstly, so this is... For everyone, just so they have a general idea of how video games work. Okay, and we're not getting into technical like, oh my gosh, the coding is crazy. No, no, no. We're talking about like anybody generally is interested in getting into video gaming. Here's your basics. All right. First, we're gonna start with ratings. All right. Now, this is the age recommendation for for the game. Right. So, if it's for for instance, for movies, right, you have G, PG, PG-13, R, and then X, right? Or not rated, I believe, is the other one. One of those two, doesn't matter, right? Same thing for video games, this is what's going to tell you who it's made for, all right? Firstly, we have E, which means for everyone. That means anyone can go pick it up and play it, right? It's like Wii Sports. Mario Party. Stuff like that. Okay? E for everyone. Now, here's a fun one. E for everyone. Ten and up. Okay, that means your seven-year-old can't handle this game, but everybody from ten up can't. All right? After that, let me double-check. I'll make sure I'm not missing one. Okay? Yep. Yeah. Next is T for teen. So that would be like, I'm trying to think of a good teen rating. I'm thinking Tony Hawk might be T for teen, which seems odd for a skateboarding game, but I think it might be T for teen, right? I'm, call me out if I'm wrong, okay? That's fine. I'm, I might be wrong on that. But it's for, it's like, this is your PG-13, okay? Then we have M for mature. This is your Grand Theft Autos. This is your Call of Duties. M. Mature. It's your rated R. And then, which I've never seen this one before, so I don't know if, if they exist. But technically, there is an A-O, which means adults only. So 18 and up. Mature, I believe, is 17 and up. Adults only is 18 and up. Which Does that make sense? Not quite, if I'm being completely honest. I feel like Mature covers it, but these are your equivalents for movies. And then there's RP sometimes, which is like rating pending, so they haven't... It's not rated yet, essentially, is what it's saying. But, G, PG, PG, PG-13, R, and then NR, or whatever the last one is. So, literally... Different names, but it still follows movies. All right? Those are your ratings. Next. Um, I've already talked about that. Okay. There are a couple different devices to play video games on. All right? I'm going to list off the main five. Firstly, we have, which is probably the top tier when it comes to games, We have PC. That means computer, okay? Um, Computers operate the fastest rates. Uh, Those are where your hardcore gamers are going to be playing. They're going to be playing PC. Most of the competitive stuff comes from PC. Uh, Yes, PC is the place to be when it comes to that. After PC, you have... These are the two big rivals, okay? You have Xbox and... Okay, and that they pretty much compete with, uh, and that, sorry, hold on. <laughs> That's for Microsoft. Okay, Microsoft is in charge of Xbox. They have a couple exclusive games, right, that make them stand out. So, Halo franchise was Xbox only. Uh, there should be more. Uh, mine, not mine, not not Minecraft. Minecraft is owned by Microsoft, I believe now, but. Anyways, Xbox, there you go. Uh, Gears of War, that's another one. They have some exclusives. All right, then you have PlayStation. Okay, that's what I play on. I'm a PlayStation guy, me and my dad, and my buddies, we play PlayStation, right? Uh, some of their exclusives are like Sly Cooper. Uh, say. Not Crash Bandicoot. Sly Cooper is probably the big one. One of the big ones. It's insane that that's the only one that I'm coming up with. Jack and Daxter, that's another one. PlayStation. Finally, we have, and we've talked about this probably a little bit before, but the other one is Nintendo. Okay? So, how to best differentiate these. All right? PC is for your hardcore gamers. Xbox and PlayStation are for, uh, I would say, teenagers to adults who aren't looking to be professionals but have games that they like to play. And usually they pick one based on the exclusives. Right? So I'm not going to pick PlayStation. I'm not going to pick Xbox because PlayStation gets the Spider-Man PS4 games. They just do. And those games are phenomenal. That game is phenomenal. The second one will be pretty good, too, I bet. All right. And Nintendo is great for families. Great for little kids. Great for siblings. Great for, like, friends. Uh, when I have people over, we usually break out the Switch to play Mario Party, stuff, Mario Kart, stuff like that. So it's great for families. All right. Uh, They have Mario, they have Pokemon, they have Legend of Zelda. Stuff like that. Those are their big three, but they have other brands that are great as well. All right? And what you may see for games for PC, you could see it on Xbox, you could see it on PlayStation for a lot of games. Uh, But Nintendo has a lot of exclusives that they don't share. You'll never see Mario on a PlayStation. All right? You'll never see Link on PC. It just doesn't happen. I don't know why it's it's not for me, right? Elder Scrolls is now owned by Xbox, so I won't be able to play Skyrim on PlayStation. Which the next Skyrim, which is the next Elder Scrolls game, I won't be able to play on PlayStation, which is devastating. So I might have to go to PC. Regardless, this is where we're at with the brands. All right, now where do I want to go next? All right, the different types of games. All right, and now. this is off of the list, off of Wikipedia, right? Because I want you guys to fact-check, me, and I might miss some. I might miss some. Wikipedia might miss some. So, here are the different types of games. Just like movies, how you have horror, fantasy. I mean, those still kind of translate, but this is more based on what you're looking for when you're playing, right? So... You have your action games. All right. You have your adventure games. You have puzzle games. You have RPGs, which are role playing games. You have simulations. You have strategy. That's funny that I did that with the S. Strategy. You have sports. You have MMO. And those are like... And like I said, there's other games, too, that I kind of already described. But these are, like, the main ones. You know, on here, they they have, like, party games and horror games, of course. I'll throw horror up here. That kind of deserves its own category. Right? So, let me just list off some examples for for these, okay? So, action games are probably, like, your... Call of Duties, right? Your first-person shooters. Uh, Call of Duty, Overwatch. Something that involves your fighting games, right? Those are the actions fighting each other. Okay. Adventure is like your Uncharted, your Tomb Raider. You're exploring areas. Um, simulation is literally like The Sims. Okay. Farm Simulator, stuff like that, where you're like doing real-life things but on a video game. Puzzles. That's self-explanatory. That's like Tetris. All right. RPGs is like uh, Skyrim is a great example of that. I believe Diablo 4 is an RPG. So it's you picking a character, creating a character, and it's like fantasy realm. And then you're building up skills to fight other people or to complete tasks on this journey. Right. Another one. Fire Emblem. Fantastic franchise. All right, strategy. Strategy games are. It's funny that this is going to be my example, but Yu Gi Oh is very strategic. Right, there's a there is a there's a bunch of Yu Gi Oh video games. Right, uh, I would put I would put Pokemon in here along with RPG. Right, I feel like strategy can play into a lot of these because you need strategy to be able to win games. all right? so sports games are like Madden, Two K. Uh, Mario Baseball, and I bring Mario Baseball in because it's one of the greatest games of all time. MMO, which I need to double-check what MMO means because I think I know, but I want to make sure because I don't want to get it wrong, okay? I want to say it's multiplayer. Oh, there goes my ice machine. Massive multiplayer online, so it's focusing on a lot of people playing together, right? That's World of Warcraft is an MMO. RPG technically it's an MMORPG. Uh Elder Scrolls Online Diablo probably falls under MMO too. I haven't played Diablo so don't hate me too much if I get that wrong. Uh Star Wars: Old Republic I believe was an MMO. Stuff like that. Or Five Nights at Freddy's, Dying Light, Resident Evil, right. Call of Duty Zombies. If you like that genre all right, these, I feel like, cover our genres, all right? Now, there are different ways to play games with people. Like, for instance, there are single-player games. Okay, that is just you and you alone. So if it's just you in the house, right, or you have no friends, and you just want to go on a journey and get lost in it, single-player games are for you. Now, there are co-op games. Which are like two two-player games, right? There's some games like that. They were a lot bigger back when I was a kid than they are now. But I'll say like Donkey Kong Country is available two-player. Be wrong? Don't remember. Okay, and then we just say multiplayer, and that is like well, like your sports game can be co-op, right? Multiplayer means you can play with. It. Probably, usually it's four players, four player games, right? That's your Smash Brothers, that's your, like I said, sports games, right? So, here's of war, can be co-op, I remember. I love how I just randomly th- think of things and just spit them out. I'm sure you guys enjoy that very much. Um, but, this is usually, I mean, this isn't usually, these are your three options. Okay. Cool. Cool. Let's see here. Doo-doo-doo. Okay. <laughs> we're going to go into the video game lingo. I'm going to break down some words because maybe you have kids and maybe you hear uh noob noob. And you're like, what does that mean? I don't understand what he's saying. Is that a swear? It's not a swear. I promise, but we're going to get you all up to date on the lingo. Now, found another article that is great, okay? And this article is from, let's see here. It is from makeuseof.com, right? They listed forty plus fi- 45 plus common video game lo- er, words. So I'm just going to break down the ones that I've heard of and the ones that I know. First of all, AFK. So if you're playing, uh, this is mainly for PC, it means away from keyboard. So, Most likely they got up to go take a piss, right? Or the oven went off. Hey, pizza's done, kind of thing. They're away from keyboard, right? You have, I love how this is in alphabetical order. Thank you, make use of. Okay, so next is bots, right? So bots are computer-generated enemies. I remember sometimes in like Fortnite when they didn't have enough people, they'd throw bots in there. And it's just people running around, not, like, they're meant to be killable, and it's just to fill the game out, right? Um Playing bots, and, like, you can do that in Call of Duty too. If you were, like, trying out weapons and stuff, you could set them to be a certain level, and they would come at you, and then you'd have to kill them, right? Okay, buffs and nerfs. Okay, uh, if they're talking about this, let's say it's for... Overwatch. Okay, this is a game that I play a lot. Each char- character has certain skills. Um so when you're playing with one uh each character will have a different skill set from another one. So let's say they have one OP move, right? And they're like, "Man, that does too much damage." Right? That's just it's dominating the game. It's too overpowered. Right? It's too strong. They're going to nerf it, meaning they're going to make it not as strong. They're going to weaken it a little bit. So let's say it shots 100, right? They're going to take it down to 90, right? Now let's say, and now a buff is the opposite, right? Let's say, oh man, that move barely ever gets used. So let's let's up it, right? So let's say it's the move slows an enemy for one second. They're like, we're going to make it now two seconds. So now they're slower for longer, right? So, they're making that character, in turn, stronger. hmm And it's all an attempt to balance the game out, so it's... No matter how many people are out there, you know, it's, it's a fair playing field in that sense. One character doesn't have more wins than another character. Okay. Buffs and nerfs. Camping! So... People who sit in one spot and don't move. And they're ho- they're either hiding because they're pussies, all right? Or it's because, in instance, for Apex right now, to score points, you just need to survive, right? You need to survive the and be in the top 10 remaining teams out of the 20. So people will hide, so they're guaranteed to go up in points, right? It's a flawed system. It's not a perfect system. But that is camping. Campers. We don't like campers. Bullshit. Especially the ones that sit right next to the spawn point and wait for you to respawn and kill you immediately. Okay. Uh, (laughs) That's not... Okay, here's another one. DLC. Downloadable content. Now, this goes for... So what they do nowadays, they'll release a full game, right? But then they're like, you know what? Because you love this game so much, we're going to give you additional content. But you have to pay $20 to get that additional content. So to get the full game, instead of being $60, it's $80, bucks, right? And then they'll do that maybe twice or three times, right? So a game that's $60 bucks will be there for $120 if they have it their way. Is it bullshit? Yes, it is. Release the full game. But at the same time, when you've had a game for two years and they're like, you know what? Let's give you more stuff to play with. That's kind of cool, but they don't ever do it that way. It's always immediate. Oh, the game's been out for six months? Okay, here's more content. Here's more content. They don't. It is what it is, okay? They try to keep the game relevant. That makes sense. That does make sense. Okay? Let's see here. You know, a lot of people don't like DLC. Um, I don't like that. Okay, yep, here we go. This is another good one. FPS, which we already kind of described, is a first-person shooter. It's like Call of Duty. It's like, uh, Overwatch. Pretty much, you see the gun. It's from a first-person view, right? And then you're shooting people, right? Third person, you see the whole body. That's like Fortnite. Fortnite's third person. Okay, GG. Is what you say after the game if you had a good game. Okay, it's literally the same for a good game. All right. Um. Here's another good one. Grinding. Everybody hates grinding. All right. And this is not the term when you're like at a, at a dance in your high school dance and that girl's grinding on you and you're like, yes, this is peak life. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about grinding in the sense of you're a low level and you have to be at a certain level. To beat the boss, right? Let's say the boss is level 22, you're level 10, and you've got to grind your way up to level 22 to have a chance to beat him, all right? So you go, you put your head to the grindstone, and it's boring, it's tedious. Grinding is tedious, no one likes grinding, all right? You used to have to do a shit ton in Pokemon, right? Especially when you're prepping for the Elite Four, because sometimes, if you're not careful, you don't, if you have one, Pokemon that you fall in love with, right? He's way higher level than the rest of your party, and then you're going to lose when you fight the Elite Four. Alright? Someday we'll talk about Pokemon, I'm sure. Today is not that day. Back to the list. So, HP is literally health. If that goes kapooey, you die. That's the best way to describe that. KD Somebody's talking about their KD, they're like, oh man, my KD is so good. It means how many kills do you have compared to how many deaths do you have, right? So if you have more deaths than kills, you suck. If you have more kills than deaths, you're awesome. All right? Um, anything below one is not great, right? But anything above one is usually good. Now, that KD varies between games. And accounts. If it's your third account and you're just grinding it out, fuck you. Okay? Lag is another good term. If you hear your boyfriend yelling in the other room, I'm lagging, I'm lagging, it means the game is like... The internet is not keeping up with the game. The game is not keeping up with the internet speed, essentially. And his character is like here, and then he's trying to shoot, but he misses because the game is behind. Okay, we did that, we did that. Okay, noob, I already said that. That's, uh, noobs are new players that are trying out the game. And, uh, yeah, usually you're like, get wrecked, noob. You noob, it's like an insult. It means they're like, oh, you must be a noob because you suck at the game. You're noob, right? Next, we have NPC, which are non-playable characters, meaning... They're just in the game to be in the game. They might give you a quest, but they aren't important. Okay? You can't play them. You can't fight them. They're just there. They're filler. Right? So there are NPCs in your life. Right? They're non-playable characters. They're not important. Remember that. All right? We've, We've discussed this a little bit. OP just means overpowered, which means they're way stronger than everyone else. Okay. PvP slash PvE is just the type of mode, meaning PvP is player versus player. So for fighting games, you might do PvP. Um, player versus everyone is like you get a team, you go in, and you take down opponents that the game brought, brings in. Right? That's player versus everyone. Okay. We discovered that skins that's good skins are like alternate costumes so let's say in a game for instance in Skyrim you get this sweet armor that you crafted and then you find another armor that's different it's just a different skin but it's got different like abilities actually that's a terrible take fortnite's a better example right skins don't do anything usually they are just for looks they are for cosmetics right They're more to personalize your character. Okay? Ignore my Skyrim reference. That was a bad reference. Fortnite's the best reference for that because they have unlimited skins and they have all these deals with all these other pop cultures and it's insane. It's the only place you're ever going to see Anakin Skywalker fight Rick from Rick and Morty and also fight Goku from Dragon Ball Z. And then throw in Spider-Man for some freaking reason they got everybody. I don't know how they did it. Their marketing team must be... Stellar to be able to make those deals. Okay. Um do, do. XP is experience. So some games they give you experience points. That's what gives you that that's what helps you level up. And usually you get experience points by killing stuff or doing other stuff, and it gives you experience, right? So if you want to be better with the sword, then you're gonna use a sword and kill stuff with a sword, and therefore you're gonna get more experience with swords there you go. Okay. I believe that is everything for lingo. Okay. Uh, Another term, this is kind of like a type of game, not like a lingo, but it's open world games. So this pretty much means they drop you on like, let's say they drop you on a planet or they drop you on a map. You can go anywhere you want in that map, right? It's not like a, It's not like a mission or a level, and then once you complete the level, it takes you to another place. You don't have to do it this way. Open world is just like you're exploring all the places on the map. You see something, you're like, I'm going to go after that. You're free to do so on that range. Okay? So, we've gone through, I believe, all of the things I want to cover except one thing. Because this is what everybody wants to hear. Because maybe these are going to be topics in the future. Right. Riley, what video games do you play? Have you played? Do you enjoy playing? Well, I'm gonna tell you what I like to play. All right. First of all, this this game I put so much time into and I've talked about it already, but Skyrim. Okay? Skyrim is a RPG where you get thrown in and you can slay dragons and sword or er, swords. And You can become a werewolf, you can become a vampire, you can, uh, what else can you do? Slay Dragons, I already said that. You can join guilds, so you can join like a Thieves Guild and steal a bunch of stuff. You can join a Assassin's Guild and assassinate people. You can join just like a cool club where you hang out with other people and then you do tasks through that, etc., etc., etc. It's awesome. Right. And there's like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours of gameplay. It's insane. Like the complete Skyrim is absolute insanity. You got a lot of time on your hands. Okay, another one that I bring up. This is one of my favorite games, although. Honestly, it can be really asinine sometimes when you're playing it. Overwatch, right? The characters and the lore of Overwatch is phenomenal. The gameplay right now, and the way that they're running things right now, it's it's a struggle a bit. It's a struggle a bit, but I'm. I, it's a very love hate relationship, but I love it. It's one of the, one of the few games that I'm just. I I remember when I first got into it; it was awesome. Okay, so if you like first person shooters, but you like having different characters with different abilities and like five on fives and you're like going after the same point or you're pushing payloads or stuff like that, you'll enjoy Overwatch, okay? Overwatch number two. Apex, this is what I play with my buddies, okay? This is a mix of like Call of Duty and Overwatch where there's different characters with different capabilities, but you're in teams of three and it's a battle royale map, so it's like Fortnite in the sense of, you're trying to be the last surviving team in the circle. There you go. But you pick up your guns. You don't get to you don't get guns dropping in. Okay. That's where the Fortnite kind of plays into it. Let's see here. Okay, another one that I've loved since I was like six. Okay. Pokemon. Pokemon, you get to build teams of creatures, right? That can evolve into stronger creatures. Some do, some don't. Right. And then there's also like legendaries, which are super strong. And then your whole, the whole point of it is to beat gyms and then beat the Elite Four and then also beat an evil team. That's usually the groundwork of how a Pokemon game works. Game works. Have they changed a little bit? In the, uh, now, yes, just a little bit. They're finding their ground. Okay. But honestly, it's one of the best franchises out there for video games. Right. There's over a thousand Pokemon, which is absolutely insane. Uh, but I love it, man. It's fun. It's fun. I could talk about, we we could have like 1,500 videos on Pokemon alone. That's how insanely deep that rabbit hole goes. I'm not going to do that today. I don't, I don't feel like doing that today. Okay. Next, uh, this is what I've been, oh, I forgot to mention. When I was bringing up PS4, there's another, when I was bringing up all the systems, There's one that I was missing, and that was mobile. So phone games, right? Everybody's heard of Candy Crush. I play Marvel Snap, okay? Now, this is a six-turn card game, and they're very quick games, which is why I enjoy it, right? It doesn't take too much brain power. There's a little bit of strategy, but they're all quick. That's, That's the greatness of this game, right? If you have a solid 10 minutes with no interruptions, you can play, like, two games and be good, right? They're, f- they're fast. That's what I like about it. And it's got all the Marvel characters. So that's fun, too. So, there you go. Playing off Marvel, um, one of my favorite Marvel games growing up was Ultimate Alliance. Um, because you could play different heroes. It took you throughout the Marvel Universe on a story that they built. And usually it was one to... Usually, it was about two to four players, I think. The first one was four. I think the second one was two-player. And then the last one, the newest one, was four-player. So, I have it for my Switch. Let's see here. Okay. Now, here's the greatest fighting game of all time. It's even close. And it's Smash Bros. Okay, this is for... Since all the Nintendo franchise games have representation on this game and you're fighting other players and last man standing wins, right? You and obviously you can change how you play, but it's a fantastic fighting game. It's it's honestly top tier. It's the best fighting game we've got. In my opinion. Okay. Sticking with Nintendo, I'm just gonna write Mario Sports games. Okay. Mario Golf, I played for the first time a couple months ago. That's fun. Mario Baseball, fun. It's honestly Mario Baseball is the best sports game ever for Mar for Marvel. For Mario, right? And arguably any sports game. All right. They also have Mario Soccer, which I have. They have Mario Kart, obviously, which is probably their most prominent Mario game outside of their actual like Mario platformers. Right see here a couple other uh superhero games because i'm a nerd uh the Arkham trilogy so like arkham all right arkham knight but all the batman arkham games are super fun uh it's honestly if you like batman you would love the way that they do the stories on here um the fighting's not too bad but it's i mean graphics are awesome if you want to feel like batman that's the game
1: now, if you want to feel like Spider
0: Man, Spider Man for the PS4 that came out when the PS4 came out, maybe a couple of years after, phenomenal game. And you want to feel like Spider Man, Spidey PS4. They did this amazingly, and the way they reinvented—not uh, yeah, I reinvented That's the right word. The way they reinvented Spider Man's Rose Gallery in this, and just his story in general, phenomenal. So he's been Spider Man for ten years. So he's experienced, you're not like trying to figure out his powers and all that stuff. It's fun, it's a lot of fun, and you get to swing around. All right. another great superhero game is Injustice. Okay, if you like if you like uh Mortal Kombat, it's made by the same people who do Mortal Kombat. Literally, it's like an arcade style fighting game. And Batman versus Superman. It's Green Lantern versus The Flash. It's Wonder Woman versus Blue Beetle. Stuff like that. Okay? And they all have finishers. So, like, Aquaman feeds people to Megalodons. It's pretty sweet. All right? And the comics. If you want to read the comics, comics are phenomenal. Okay? Tom Taylor's go right now, I think. Personally. My opinion. Okay? Uh, I used to play this game a lot, but it doesn't really ha- I haven't played it in a long time. Uh, Rocket League is a it's soccer with cars. So it's super fun in that sense. Uh, we have I played 2K, which is just basketball. I haven't played that in a long time. Uh, let's see here. Fire Emblem. This is a game franchise that I got into, with the three houses, and I kind of want to go back and play all of them. I just don't have time. Fire Emblem is probably one of the best strategy RPGs I've played. It's so much fun, dude, and the story's fantastic, and it's like you're going to war, right? It's like a board game, kind of. It's so hard to explain if you haven't seen it before, but it's so much fun, dude. So much fun. I have not played the new one. I don't have the new one yet. I need to beat Pokemon, and so it's going to be a little while before I get that. Okay. Are there any other games I'm missing? Probably. Played a lot of games. All right. I think this is the gist. Okay. There's a video game out there for everybody, man. I'm determined. It's just like just like comic book characters and anime and video game is just another form of media for you to enjoy something, right? Jedi, Fallen Order. Haven't beat it yet, but the first one is great. I just, I get burnt out of Star Wars, unfortunately. The original Star Wars Battlefront for the PlayStation 2, phenomenal. So, I just, I really don't want to miss one. I'm looking. I got nothing. This is pretty much the gist. So, um, yeah, personally, I enjoy playing RPGs and fighting games, okay? I love Smash Bros. That's probably one of my favorites. Um, Pokemon I love because it's an RPG where you have complete control over your teams. And it's fun to watch them. It's like pets on roids, dude. Pokemon is. You, just, you get to pick them, you catch them, you grow them up, and then you send out you send out a giant dragon to go fight a giant whale sometimes. Right? Right? Or you send out that dragon to fight a literal ring of keys. Is it silly sometimes? Yes, it is. But it's phenomenal. Okay. Um, The most intense things of my life have involved Mario Baseball. Um, My buddy Tucker and I used to go at it constantly with Mario Baseball. So much fun. But it gets very heated. Used to. Not as much anymore. Um, I'm super excited for the new Spider Man coming out. That's great. That looks fantastic. There's another game from Marvel that I want to try out called Midnight Suns. That seems like it's kind of like Fire Emblem in that regard because it's like RPG. Let's say you're playing with like trading cards. Um, I enjoy, I used to enjoy playing Yu Gi Oh! on the video games. I still have dual links on my PlayStation. It's a lot of fun. It's just, I got to be in the right mood. I gotta be in the right mood for it, otherwise it's fun. Right? I will never collect the cards. I will play that game, though. That game is so much fun. Right? Uh, I wish, what I wish is that there was like a Marvel RPG game like Midnight Suns, but just open-world PC. I know they tried it with Marvel Heroes all, a long time ago. Um, that game unfortunately got shut down. My guess is they didn't have enough support, uh, but I think if it's done right, it would last a long time. I know DC's got something similar where you build your own character. I don't want to do that. I want to run around as Marvel heroes. Never been a fan of those like superhero games where it's like, okay, well you get to build your character. Like I don't, I didn't, I didn't do this to not be Spider Man, right? I want to play Spider Man. I want to play Deadpool. So I'm hoping someday they make something like that. That's why Ultimate Alliance was great in its prime. Uh, The first one, I think, is unmatched. Third one's not terrible. Number two's not terrible either, but the first one's up there for probably one of the best best games in that sense. I I think that about wraps it up for today, right? So why don't you guys tell me what your video games you like to play? Um... If you got any other recommendations, go for it. My dad right now really wants, uh, wants an RPG we can play together on PlayStation. So I am looking forward to that. I think we're looking at Diablo four and there was another one. I think it's like tiny Tina's like adventure land or something like that. I don't remember what my buddy said it was that he wanted to try. It sounds kind of weird, but it's made by the same people who did borderlands, I think. So that could be a lot of fun. Uh, So, yeah, if there's if there's stuff like that, like World of Warcraft, but like for PlayStation, let me know. But on that note, if you enjoyed this conversation, if you enjoyed this podcast, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. Hit any other button that is good for us. Share, share us, share me with people you like and be like, hey, this dude talks about video games sometimes or this guy talks about Spider-Man or whatever today share me that's cool i'll give them a thumbs up through the through the inter numbers and then if you like listening to my voice okay and you want to hear it in conversation with another person and we're talking about comic book stuff right so if you want to hear my full in-depth flash movie review thoughts issues because there's going to be lots of issues Okay. Go check out JP and the Beans Talk on all podcast platforms on YouTube. Go subscribe to it. All right, it, it's it's our sister, it's our brother channel, our sister channel, our sibling channel. Right, it's still Magic Beans Productions. It's just over there on its own. Uh yes. So follow that. Follow JP and the Beans Talk on Instagram, YouTube. Uh, we're on TikTok at Magic Beans Productions. We're on YouTube at Ma- Magic Beans Productions. We're on Instagram, Match Beans Productions, right? Um man. I think I covered all my notes. Guys, thank you for listening. God bless.